0: Rolling,
1: we're rolling.
0: All right, cool. Uh, we've gone anywhere, we're still here. Artists, we know this is Aiden. This is Kyle. (laughs) Today, we're joined by Zach, Zach Watson. (laughs) Um, how's everyone (laughs) still here? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been a
1: weird, it's been a really weird couple of weeks,
0: yeah
2: yeah um then. what have you guys been up to? Pretty much the same stuff, honestly, I feel like I haven't been uh impacted as much as some other people. well, I guess yeah, playing music with other people has been impacted, but I can still play music, so like that's eighty percent of it, right, or something so and and then we've been doing stuff gardening too, so it's like um. That's that's kind of a solitary thing in its own. So we haven't been too hit, but yeah, it's been fucking weird.
1: Yeah, because you're gardening now over at um, well it was growing power. Is it still called it's growing power?
2: Nah, uh, I think it technically it's called the farm, but it's kind of changes month to month. I don't know. It's a it's an ever evolving thing. But it's basically this guy that bought it from who is friends with the Will Allen, who was the guy who originally ran and created Grown Power. Um, and when Will went under, he bought he bought the property and kind of saved the location or whatever. And through a really random uh, one of Anna's friends, her wife, like randomly ran into the son of the owner and somehow we got linked up and all of a sudden now that's where we're farming or gardening or whatever you want to call it so it's pretty wild it's cool
0: that's sick are you growing anything specifically or just kind of everything uh kind of
2: everything it's kind of your standard um you're all all your pretty much normal vegetables and stuff i mean i really like um I mean, I really like tomatoes. Mm. I never actually liked them before I started gardening. But then I, like, got into them, and then I realized how good they could be. And so they're almost like fruit. But they're super good. But my girlfriend, you know, like, will eat any vegetable and make any vegetable. Like, you know, tastes, like, you know, not so bad. So I pretty much just, like, give it to her, and then she figured out something to do with it. You know, because I would never know what the fuck to do with it. Basically,
0: most vegetables. (laughs) Wow. That's funny. Um, Yeah, Yeah. a garden's, like, a really, really nice, like, a good asset to have right now. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's actually not a – yeah, it's kind of a good uh,
2: skill for right now. Apparently, like, I saw a graph that somebody showed of, like, Google searches over time, and they showed it for, like, you know, in each, like, spring. It'll always kind of, like, pop up, you know, like, how to grow your own vegetables. And then, like, this year, it just, like,
0: blows way <laughs> up past, like, all the other years. So, wow. that's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's... you got the space for it, and you got the, t- you know, of course, you got the time. So, you know, I might as well grow something.
2: Yeah. And they gave you a whole hoop house, right? Yeah, we've got, it's a, it's uh, 70 feet long, but 20 feet wide. So, it's it's actually pretty comparable to what we did have at my sister's place. Oh, um okay. So, but it's pretty big, but then at the same time, it's kind of like you can fill it up pretty fast if you know how to keep up, you know, and how to plan and all that stuff. Nice. And
1: and so, yeah, you're a local bass player. Yep. Musician. Um, So what was your start with music?
2: Uh, with like playing music you think or like listening to music
1: um well let's start with listening to music because I feel like that kind of influences some of your playing
2: yeah um I don't know it was like all of a sudden you know I was probably the same age as like most people most people that aren't like killer musicians and you know like I've been playing since they were three but it was like you know like sixth grade or something you know I started to like really get into music Um, and it was rap. It was rap for like, you know, a year. And then like the next year it was like punk music. And then eventually like early early high school to middle of high school, I found the Grateful Dead, and then that what kinda of like ruined uh musical exploration for me <laughs> for the ever since then. So What was it about pretty-
0: The Grateful Dead that like arrested you? I don't know. I honestly think more so than
2: well i think i i I think there is something about their music but i think it's more so so that there's something about me and the the way that my brain works you know and Mm -hmm. it's like i've like have like this um i don't know like Mm -hmm. i I like what i like and like i can keep liking it i don't know Mm -hmm. it's like a weird thing but the grateful dead has um there's so many recordings and there's so much music and they played for so long they sounded so different so it's like there's so much to listen to and the way that the music is structured there's so much variation it's kind of like the perfect recipe for making a band that can be only listened to by someone for a long period of time
0: Mm.
2: compared to
0: most other types of music yeah i mean i'd say like they have a pretty unique uh following i feel like they always have um yeah definitely that's interesting is that just like a jam band thing do you think or like because i know fish also has like kyle you know this more than anyone has like <laughs> yeah that, you know yeah
2: i mean i don't know kyle what do you think i mean what do you think kyle? um
1: so what's interesting to me about jam bands as a whole but like I would say the Grateful Dead and Fish is like um they almost take everything like all types of music um and kind of jump almost like if you want to say like world to world with it um like for example like with the Grateful Dead for me you know you can get some really like amazing storytelling and in the same song, you can get super psychedelic or um, yeah. you know, really folky or um I don't know, it's kind of like that perfect storm of everything at once for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that way about fish too, but it kind of in a different realm. Like I think fish kind of captures a different feel where the Grateful Dead was almost like a time period. It's like a time. A time period that ended up spanning what now over fifty years.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> huh. Um.
1: So, what would what was your first memory of playing music? When did you start?
2: Um, I actually started the very first time. So I would so I would go over to like chase like this kid that Kyle and I both know, i will go over it. But so a, a, a friend who had like his own place with all these instruments, like his dad bought him all these instruments. And so he had everything. So everybody else that could play anything, you know, it was like the spots where could all play, but I could play, you know, so I would always watch and I always just like hang around and just be like, would love it because it's like this live music thing that was happening. And then one night, you know, after always kind of like pretending to play on, An instrument like I, I just played two notes back and forth. You know, I played I played two chords. You know, it was like a A to a B or something. You know, along with two or three other people, and it was like I'm playing music. You know what I mean? But it was as simple as which any which is the beauty of bass is that like anybody could for the most part walk up to it and be like, just do this, pluck this string four times, and then move your hand. You know two frets down and then pluck your hand you know so so that's what happened and then it was kind of like and that just exploded from there it was like oh i can actually play and then so i asked a friend to teach me a couple things and so that's pretty much what happened it was weird
1: and you're mostly self you're self-taught you never took lessons right
2: um no not really other than those lessons those first couple lessons that I took where I pretty much asked I asked my friend where it was like you know like what are what are the notes and what are scales and like what what does all that mean and what are chords and then he just kind of showed me like the very basics and I've applied that and that was pretty much it so yeah I mean you say self-taught I've also watched a bunch of you know random videos so it's self-taught is kind of uh Is that true or is that not true? You know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if anybody can say that they're self-taught, right? Yeah.
1: Um, And actually, wait, I think Mitch Hedberg had a joke about that. Like, I tried to teach myself the the guitar, but I didn't know how to play it, so I was a shitty teacher. (laughs) 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 Something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. and so, when did you start playing in bands then?
2: Uh, with you, actually, it was the first uh, like official band, oh, official, but band I was ever in.
1: I wasn't sure if that was the first one or
2: not. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, that was two years after I started playing, or after that moment where I was like, I was like, oh, I can play. Like, I can play bass, you know? And, um, And so I ran into our friend, um, no, Jesus Christ, (laughs) like it on,
0: um, Heisel, Heisel, yeah.
2: yeah. Ran into Heisel out at the, at a bar randomly. And we worked like in the same area in the union at UWM. And, um, and so like, we kind of knew each other. We went to the same high school and then he was like, Oh, I'm looking for somebody to play music with, you know? And like, because I'd mentioned that I had been playing bass, and then he was like, Oh, you should be my buddy Kyle, you know. And then so, <laughs> so then we did that, and then we brought in another guy, and that was the beginning of uh my uh band endeavors pretty much, huh? And that was
1: Takeout Lasagna, yeah. Uh, that was band. the name of the band, yeah. <clears throat> we, we, yeah, so a...
2: we, we should probably tell that. I mean, you should tell that story, <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: I don't know. I don't know what to tell other. I mean, <laughs> this is your yeah. story today, man. This is your yeah, story. That's,
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, so so I mean, because that's one of the best parts about that whole band was the name, the na- and so. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, it was, I mean, we we're all right. <laughs> um. But so one of our, the lead guitarist he called, he had to cancel band practice. So, like, we were all there, like, waiting waiting to, for him to show up. And then he just sent us a text, like, hey, man, i are not going to be able to make it. You know, me and my buddy ordered some uh, takeout lasagna, and we haven't been able to leave the toilet ever since. And I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck orders takeout lasagna? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was such a foreign concept to me, where it was like, that is such a... Strange thing to have those two words together, and then it was like, I should name a band that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a weird time. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun.
2: Yeah, it was super fun.
1: Um, and so from there, um, what was the next band you joined then?
2: Uh then I joined another band. These two guys I found on Craigslist. So I was just looking for something after I moved, like back down to the east side. And then, so I kind of auditioned for for them. It was like a drummer guitarist uh, duo. And then they liked me, and so then I ended up playing with them for uh, like three years but we never really gave it was kind of the same thing as take out lasagna it was like we you know we maybe did a couple gigs you know like once or twice a year or something you did something yeah
1: um
2: and so like we're technically still like a band but the drummer moved to florida like part-time so he's supposed to move back in may but who knows what the hell's <laughs> going on oh, so, I, think, I don't know and
1: so um i think you're referring to jj fall train
2: Yep. Band. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, and you guys played mostly original music, correct?
2: Yeah, we do a few covers. It's all kind of like a rockabilly kind of kind of vibe or something. Um, but uh, yeah, it's basically it's the guitarist. He's kind of like a just a mad wizard you know he's got all these ideas going on in his head so he's always just coming up with shit and the drummer and i just kind of try to find stuff that sounds cool with it but he's they're they're a fun fun group to play with
0: yeah and
1: so with with that kind of mad wizard um you know he's coming up with ideas um and then you're kind of you said you're coming up with things that sound cool with it Is it ever challenging? I mean, I've seen you guys play. It sounds amazing. Um, But have you ever found that to be challenging?
2: Yeah, no, it definitely is. I think most of the time I kind of fail at it. You know, it's um, coming up with, it's because it's the same thing because writing a part for, writing the bass line is the same thing as writing the song, essentially, where it's like, all right, now you have to come up with something equally good to go with it, you know? So it's, like, unfortunately, I've never been very good at songwriting or had much of a desire to, to write songs, so that's, like, something that's definitely a struggle when it comes to being in an original band where I can't just kind of dance through the chords. You know, I actually have to, like, create something, create, like, a, a structure. I don't know. Hmm. And so... Um...
1: Have you guys had to cancel any gigs because of um, this whole... No, because...
2: No, he left... uh, The drummer left in December, so he hasn't been around. So we haven't played together since Christmas time, basically. Okay. But the other band I'm in, uh, Seaside Zoo, Grateful Dead, uh, Tribute Thing, we have had to cancel a couple gigs. So that's been a bummer for sure. Okay.
1: Okay. And actually, that's where I wanted to lead next. So, Seaside Zoo, uh, Madison-based band, um, but you, they were looking for a bass player, and then you joined, or how did you meet them?
2: Um. So. I I mean I kind of technically put it all together initially where. Um, where I was putting I was putting ads out on Craigslist trying to find people that wanted to play jam music or the dead or whatever. And I was struggling to find any like good guitarists. Um, and so I ended up going to like this kind of Grateful Dead Musicians forum and I had talked to another guy that was from Madison that was really good. And I didn't think that he would want to actually play with me, but I was like, "Well, I'll just at least see if maybe he wants to jam or whatever, and give a shot." And then, so I did, and he said, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, yeah, you know, you'd probably have to come out here or whatever." And so then I went out there, and it was basically me, him, his wife as a she does female or backup vocals, um, and then. The keyboardist uh, that you introduced me to, Kyle, uh, yeah. Lucas. Shout
1: out to Lucas.
2: Yeah, shout out to Lucas. So it was us that basically kind of got it going, and we tried out different guitarists and different drummers. And we eventually, one of the drummers actually, we lost because he got busted with 160-some pounds of weed. So that was pretty <laughs> wild. We really like went like missing. We tried to hit him up. Uh, i like on Facebook and eventually I just Googled him uh, and like hit the news button and it was like his mugshot. <laughs> and then him in Maryland, I'm like, Hey guys, I think dude got busted in Maryland with 160 pounds of weed. <laughs> so then we had to keep looking for a drummer. Um, but then, yeah. So after probably like six months of kind of fucking around with different people, we, Got the band kind of set, and then we've been together for year and a half or something like that now. Okay. And we're playing a bunch of gigs and getting the ball rolling, and then all this kind of helped squash that a little bit. So I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, because
1: you guys had a big gig um, planned. You were the pre-party for Joe Russo's Almost Dead, right? And for the Madison show.
2: Yeah, that's like when like all of a sudden, all of a sudden. um, Everything like, kind of realized like, oh shit's getting serious in the U.S. So they canceled their gig, and then it was like, all right, well we're we'll still gonna we're, we're still gonna play, you know. And that was on like a Tuesday or a Monday or something, and then like by like Thursday, the gig had gotten called off, you know. So, man, yeah. It's
1: um, now with Seaside Zoo, um. You know, the whole Grateful Dead thing, never playing the same show twice. Um, you know, have you found that to be challenging at all? Or I guess even just being a Grateful Dead cover band, do you find any challenges with that? Are there, you know, I know that's like your wheelhouse. I mean, and just as a, a reference here, um, my band practices in the space next to where Zach practices. And he practiced, Zach practices more than anyone I know. Hours and hours, he outplays our practices every single time.
2: Not necessarily true, but.
1: <laughs> That's true, bro. <laughs> um, but what are the challenges you find in playing this music?
2: Um, well, so, I mean, one of the main things that I, that I struggle with it's kind of the same thing as being in the originals group, where where I was saying like you have to, you kind of have to write a bass line, or you have to write a, you have to write something. And so with improvising, you have it's it's like once you get into it, into the jam. So you play the song, and then you get into the jam, and then it's like, okay, what do I do? And unfortunately for me, the bass is like kind of, kind of sets the topography. To where like everything goes. And so if I like am not really doing anything that interesting. It's very. It, it's more often than not. The whole jam is not going to be very interesting. No matter what the guitarist or the keyboardist or the drummer is doing. It helps. The, the drummer is kind of in the same position as me. I think. Where you have. Or what they do is really important. It's like. So it's kind of a bummer. But then when you really succeed at it. It's like oh, fuck, yeah, like, I'm really, like, you know, like, getting this ball rolling, and these guys are just taking it, and it's, like, it's amazing. So that's that's the thing that I struggle with probably the most, is trying to always come up with something that's interesting and engaging for the musicians and for the audience.
0: Hmm.
2: So,
1: I mean for you, is it more of like a listening exercise or is it like an internal thing where you're like, you know, more so like you're trying to lead versus you're trying to play off someone else?
2: Or is it both? It's both. And it's initially a lot of the begin. I think it's more so in the beginning of the jam, you have to lead. And then you, you kind of need to almost, it's like, it's almost like um, like you have the big vehicle that can move, I don't know, it's like you can move, you can, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. You, you, you kind of set the inertia, right, and then like the interesting patterns that come up on top of like a wave of inertia or something come from the other musicians or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because it's like because it is it's like why do you think base is foundational or why is it like setting that but I don't know it's like does. I don't I don't know how to put into <laughs> words what I'm exactly thinking or what I'm seeing in my head when I, when I, I, I mean, think about it.
1: Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's that's, yeah, I, I don't even know exactly what I think about it but it's weird. I mean, I think of the rhythm section,
1: bass, drums, as kind of the great vehicle. You know, we are the bus, and the bus is us. And mm-hmm. so um, where you take it, it does kind of go with you. You have the control. You and the drummer do kind of have the control, I would say.
2: Yeah, right. A- you and... could totally ruin it if you want to. You know, <laughs> it's like you take it and crush it up if you wanted to. Or you could... Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: It's like you guys are the bread in the sandwich; you're holding it together, and everyone else kind of fills in the space. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you guys kind of have a, I would say, a cult following similar to the dead. I mean the
2: the dead well, is everywhere. Yeah. The the following is the dead, right? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's just working, filling in the the void, the need the need for deadheads to go see live Grateful Dead music be played, you know? And
1: do you think there's any expectation from
2: them? I mean, do you ever
1: feel that vibe from the crowd?
2: Um, no, I, no, not really. I think if anybody has the most expectations in the room, I feel like it's me. <laughs> you know, like, so that's when I think about expectations in the band. I think about it as my, myself being almost demanding, you know, of <laughs> of other people in the band and of myself, you know, to like execute, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously you have like drunk people uh, bakering at you to play a certain song or something. So maybe you have expectations in that kind of sense at times. but Yeah. And so oh, it's, weird. it's a weird experience.
1: Yeah. And so I know you've been called the Amadeus of bass. <laughs> 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 That's not true. <laughs> Playing a lot of notes. Um, do you That's- ever, do you ever, uh, I mean, I think there's something to be said about that style of playing. It's very melodic. Um mm-hmm. and so do you feel um like do you ever take the lead in terms of like I mean, you, do you ever solo on any of these songs?
2: No, I don't. Um because I still I still feel like I can't really do it. I don't know. I still can't really still not really there that's something i lack um i would like to but in just like playing the dad like that and i think people have certain expectations and they probably you know 99 percent of people don't want to hear that you know so maybe on my own sometime or something (laughs)
1: um do you have any so you guys have canceled shows i know you guys had a big show coming up at Linamans?
2: Yeah, we had Linamans. I mean, Linamans, I think technically still has us up. It's possible we're going to play. I just can't imagine that we would. I mean, I don't know. I haven't ta- I haven't actually reached out to the guy at all, and I probably should, but it's kind of been like we haven't played together as a band in like a month. Yeah. So that's been a bummer. So we could do it, but I I doubt it's going to happen. I mean, that's why I really wonder, like, what concerts are going to be like in three months, if they're going to be happening in three months, you know, or, I don't know, strange to, you know, like what's a stadium concert going to look like now, or basketball game for that matter or whatever.
1: Yeah. And actually, I did hear from someone today, oddly enough, some venues are talking about they're going to be canceling like through to june possibly which yeah which is like it's it's tough on you know the local musician especially
2: yeah it's tough i mean i'm glad i'm not a working musician right now because i'd totally be broke you know it's yeah it's tough yeah bad for yeah i mean who knows i mean The guy at Shank Hall, he booked us for October 17th, so technically we're going to play there October 17th, and obviously they're probably fine, but all the people that work there, you know, and I don't know. I feel like I wonder which venues actually might go away when this is all done, you know? I mean, it's certainly possible, right, that I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting idea, actually. I would think that, you know, it's kind of, for me, it's a, it's kind of like, oh, they're not open. Can't they, you know, just exist? But it's like, oh, they probably have to, like, pay a mortgage or,
0: right. you know, right. all
1: that. It's all those things that I, you know, as myself, not as a bar owner, wouldn't even think of. Right, right. So, Yeah. Um, Do you have any other projects you're working on right now?
2: No, not really. I mean, it's kind of like, it's basically the gardening thing right now. And now I'm just trying to like use my practice time more effectively. Um, But honestly, my work's still normal. So it's kind of like, you know, nothing's really freed up for the most part, except for some practices and not having like a gig, a looming gig coming that I need to like make sure I've got whatever, 20 songs memorized, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um,
1: and so you do a little like uh, drawing
2: too, right? I used to, um I mean, that was kind of, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was, when I was much younger,
0: um how did you stop
2: I haven't, I haven't in such a long time Yeah, you know, so i was well maybe ex- i
0: mean that that poster super intricate what made you stop drawing
2: um i don't know i i don't know <laughs> i guess you know it's kind of just the lack of desire or well also like you know i took two art classes, I think, at UWM and you like, and you you go into these classes with these people and you're like holy shit, you're like oh yeah. my goodness, these people are, you're like fuck, I, what am I even kidding myself, this is so dumb <laughs> yeah. it's
0: so tough though, like it's still tough to not compare yourself to other people, but I feel like it's, yeah uh, you know, it just happens I don't know, I know that feeling though yeah, yeah
2: that sucks, right, where yeah. it's kind of like and obviously, the great artists of any of all sorts aren't, are most often probably not the most technically gifted, too. Mm-hmm. But, but unfortunately, I don't have the songwriting thing and I also don't have the technically <laughs> gifted. So I just gotta work. <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta practice, practice, practice to be just better than mediocre. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, art, art and music it sucks because it's like it's so hard and then certain people they just they just explode with it and you're like oh, okay well i don't whatever
1: <laughs> I think you're being hard on yourself about your playing ability dude
2: Well, you should, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to be you're probably yeah. better off be critical than be like, "No, nah, I'm I'm pretty good" cuz when you think that you're good, then you stop trying to be better, you know? Totally.
0: Yeah
1: cool um well yeah I don't know that pretty much covers everything I got um Aiden anything else you want to touch on
0: no I mean you covered all the questions I had too so cool. Oh, cool. oh uh one quick question what who decides the the uh the visuals for the uh JJ Faltrain music videos <laughs> that's the
2: mad scientist too okay. um yeah, Jerry. He's uh he does some yeah, he does like real random shit. Like he'll, he'll just like grab like little statues and all the little trinkets and shit and like put them on like his record player and like put on different lighting with like a cell phone. And... Yeah, he's definitely he's more artistic. He's one of those people that kind of has all these things coming out of him. So got like found. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just like random ideas, you know, which oh, is pretty
1: Yeah, shout out to Jerry yeah and Greg.
2: yeah man yeah it'll be fun to play we'll have to get a double gig in september or something I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> we'll figure out something it sucks man
1: yeah um do you want to you know before we end here do you want to shout out your social media seaside Zeus, uh jj fall Train?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, check out the JJ Fall Train Facebook page, check out the Seaside Zoo Facebook page, and we'll always have whatever gigs or music on there, if people like what they see, then they should come see wherever we're going to be playing at. So, we'll definitely be playing, but different uh, situation right now, I don't know, tough tough to know.
1: I just thought of another question really quick, and not to double back, but... Have you thought at all about playing any virtual shows? I know a lot of Milwaukee musicians and bands have been doing that. Um I know you know maybe logistically it's not always feasible, but I was just curious if that's something you talked about. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was I did kind of think about it, but I, it seemed like as far as I could tell the only way to really do it would be to have every single person record you know and you have to go on like some sort of progression or whatever and then eventually you have this this performance you know together but other than that I don't know and I thought about trying to make that happen we'll see how long this goes I guess yeah Yeah. yeah. we'll see but I don't know it's like there's honestly so many people out there playing shit on their couch where it's like some of it's pretty cool but most of it's (laughs) not what we all want you know like i don't know it's like i want to hear the drums and i want to hear the bass and i want to hear this and that and it's like when everybody's just sitting strumming guitar on the couch stuff yeah tough to get down
1: yeah and i guess one thing just along with that it's like i guess one cool thing that has come from all this you know COVID 19 stuff is um You know, all these bands are releasing all these live concerts that they have filmed. I mean, Fish and the Dead have always kind of done that, at least more recently. Um, But, you know, everyone's doing that now. And I think that's actually pretty cool. It's like, you know, at least for me personally, um, it's definitely helped me stay sane during all this. And I'm not much of a TV watcher. And so, yeah. but I'll but I'll always watch a concert on TV. Always, like it doesn't matter who it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be the Super Bowl halftime show, or I don't know anything. <laughs> America's Got Talent, some bands on there, some I don't know.
2: So, yeah, man. I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's a good time to be a couch potato for sure. You know, <laughs> <Bowl. Okay>. uh. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's
0: weird very weird yeah all right well cool
1: yeah all right
0: awesome well yeah. artists we know this is aiden kyle zach zach, zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah everyone stay safe stay healthy thanks for listening and we'll see you next time yep thank you